Welcome to the Healthy Tips Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. We're talking today about late evening snacking tips. Yum. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And we had so much fun with the healthy family snacking tips, oh, a few podcasts back, that we thought we would take a look at what happens later in the evening. Let's say you're watching TV, kind of one of our weakest times of the day in terms of willpower. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) And then you get into, say, maybe the second hour of a movie and you pause it and you go into the kitchen and you start foraging (laughs) (laughs) and the cupboards open up and the fridge opens up and the freezer opens up and oftentimes what you find danger 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 (laughs) (laughs) what you find fast is not always healthy even Mm -hmm. if you keep pretty healthy stuff in the house but you might have some nice healthy crackers and yet, you know, you're going to be loading them down with all kinds of crazy stuff that is easy, quick, fast even, but maybe not quite so healthy. So, right. And most of us don't have that danger alarm going on when we go in the kitchen. So, yeah, we do have to be careful to monitor what we eat late at night, particularly because, of course, it goes to bed with us and it quite readily turns into fat. <laughs> now, recently there's been... Several studies released, I know I heard at least two in the last three months on NPR, one having to do with little white mice and those that were allowed to kind of graze any time of the day or the night gained more weight than rats that were only allowed to eat, or white mice, whatever we're saying here, but (laughs) they were only allowed to eat during normal busy hours, like a normal waking hour. And it seems like their metabolism was able to handle the calories better. So when you eat late, again, as Kira just said, that food sits on you. And oftentimes it has nowhere to go but into stored fat. So yeah, you want to kind of satisfy that little craving, but you don't want to load up so that, man, it sabotages all your good work during the day to Try to keep fit and try to keep healthy. Now, the first healthy tip, of course, is to just stop buying a lot of the things that are not good for you to be eating. For example, Bill and I no longer buy things like potato chips. We don't buy pop cookies. (laughs) We don't buy store-bought cookies, or we may make some at home, but we make them with healthier ingredients and not so much fat and sugar and all of that. So... Yeah, you just have to monitor what you buy, especially things like at night. You don't want to be eating bowls of ice cream (laughs) just before you go to bed. It's a nice treat, you know, once in a great while and probably earlier in the day, not at night when you need to be going to bed. Unless, of course, you need to gain weight. (laughs) If that's your problem, go at it. (laughs) But even things like uh, the old standby, you know, my mom used to always have a small bowl of cereal and milk on it. Later in her years, she went to... 2%, 2%, then even to 1%, then even to half percent milk. But mm-hmm. you get that dairy sitting on your stomach. And of course, a lot of us are getting to be lactose intolerant. So dairy is not a good thing anyway. Mm-hmm. So where do we go? I mean, what are some of the things that are good and that we like? 
So here are some of the ideas. We've sort of compiled a list of the things that we kind of keep on hand. And we do quite often use these as treats, not only in the evening, but also during the day with our grandchildren. They work quite well. Uh One of the things that we really like to make is smoothies. And we just throw things in the blender. And we've talked about this on other shows. You can make all kinds of smoothies and really kind of throw in there whatever suits your taste. So you can make either vegetable smoothies or fruit Fruit, smoothies, or you can combine ingredients. We even sometimes throw nuts in there, varying types of nuts. And it's a great little crunch if you like it and if your grandkids will tolerate it. Uh huh. And that's as long as you're not really pigging out on it and doing a lot of high-carb fruits or vegetables, that's a very nice way to go in terms of a snack. Now, another really great way to use smoothies, and of course, this podcast is being done in late April 2015, so we're coming into the warmer weather. Hopefully, in the Midwest, we're going to get it fairly soon. <laughs> but <laughs> Fingers frozen, are crossed. But frozen pops, that's really neat. So you take the standard little plastic containers that you put into the freezer. They have the little plastic tops. They sit upside down and have a little stick that goes down into it. You can make popsicles generally with these little frozen container things. You can pour your smoothies in there, and they make great little smoothie-sickles. They do indeed. Very nice, and especially in really warm weather. And of course, as a snack late at night, one of those, even if you have two of them, might just totally satisfy that need to have a little something and yet not set you back with sugar, not set you back with too much fat or any of the other things, especially if you don't put dairy in your smoothie. And that is something to be conscious of with all of snacks. What we're talking about is to remember just not to really pig out on any of them. Uh, Have, you know, just the quantity that you need to sort of satisfy, take the edge off that hunger at night. The next thing on the list that we do, sometimes we take things like berries, and I like in particular strawberries, and mix it with just plain yogurt. Or if you like kefir, and some people do better than I do, it's very good for you. It's certainly high protein with the kefir yogurt. And it also has all the probiotics and the high digestive enzymes for use. And it's low calorie. So you can mix strawberries with things like yogurt or kefir in a blender or a food processor. And then you can eat that. And it's really delicious. (laughs) Now, we do have a fun little treat that we'll make. And we take frozen bananas that have been pre-sliced. They get really, really, really ripe, and the peels are almost black. And we'll slice that and put it into a little baggie and freeze them. And then we combine that with strawberries, frozen. And we make what I call an ice treat. Kira calls it ice cream substitute, but it's not cream because there's (laughs) no dairy. It's completely no dairy, just the strawberries and banana. And it makes a very lovely textured treat. But, you know, if you handed it to somebody, you could say, well, it's like an ice cream. It's because it's creamy. (laughs) It's frozen and it is creamy. It's kind of like a pudding almost, but it's frozen. And again, no dairy. So very, very low in sugar. There's the sugar in the strawberries and there's the sugar from the bananas, especially as the old ripe bananas went more heavily into the sugar than what green bananas are. But uh, it's really a lovely treat. And again, small bowl of that at night and it just hits the spot. Now, we need to take a very short break to thank one of our sponsors, and we'll be right back with some more tips. Time to thank one of our sponsors. 
Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, another thing that I know Bill and I both enjoy eating is peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) And now, if you're going to have this in the evening, you don't want to overdo it. But we do it with things like apple slices. Bill loves to eat it with celery. You want to tell him what you do? Good old bugs on a log. Now, in one of the other podcasts that we did, oh, my gosh, quite a few back, we talked about bugs on a log. And this comes about from when our oldest son, who's now close to 40, was in kindergarten and his teacher introduced him to bugs on a log and he came home and introduced mom and dad to bugs on a log i'd never heard of it before but wow you know you spread peanut butter on a celery stick that you've washed and you usually cut them into about six inch long pieces and then you just plop a few raisins on there to taste some people have more raisins some people have less and it's really quite a wonderful snack now peanut butter like say for instance jiff peanut butter comes in 100 calories to a tablespoon. So each celery stick maybe gets a tablespoon. So there's 100 calories plus whatever you get from just a few raisins. And I usually have like, say, three sticks. And that's enough of a snack. Plus, the celery is more energy intensive to digest. So in a way, it kind of helps offset some of that sweetness and uh, oil from the peanut butter. Gives you some fiber too. So it's really good. Absolutely great fiber. You can also get into some of the grains, and we suggest that if you're going to do that, you really don't have a lot of them, but you can have things like whole grain pretzels, which are low fat. You can also do crackers with things like hummus and vegetables and maybe a little cheese stacked on top. And there's some really nice crackers that are also low fat, things like the Acmac which is made with stone ground sesame seeds and multi-grain wasa crackers (laughs) and low-fat rye mini toasts. There are some really nice ones that are on the market now, and you can check many of them are made with the ground seeds instead of the flowers, and those are the kinds I kind of shoot for. Now, some people will have cottage cheese straight out of the container, and they might put some strawberries on that, frozen strawberries even. They might put some nuts on that, and some people even put little chocolate chips like the dark, semi-sweet chocolate chips from Costco. Yep, don't overdo that, but you you can certainly add a little flavor with that. Plain vanilla yogurt is another great treat, especially with the chocolate chips. And frozen blueberries or frozen grapes, and I know we've talked about frozen grapes before. A lot of people have frozen blueberries around, but frozen grapes are a lot of fun. And along with a yogurt or cottage cheese, they can be just the right thing. Just a delicious little <laughs> Really are snack. delicious. Our children, the grandchildren love frozen blueberries in particular. And of course, as Bill said, we love the grapes. And keep in mind, you know, you can have quite a few of these. About 30 grapes equals 100 calories. That's a very nice snack. Yes, it is. And especially with some cottage cheese or with some vanilla yogurt, all of a sudden you've got the protein, you've got the digestive enzymes, you've got the probiotics, and it's just a nice snack. Plus, 30 grapes is way more than enough for a a late night snack. 
Now, you may just want to indulge in chocolate, and you can do that. Just have a couple small pieces. Don't overdo it. But dark chocolate in particular is really quite good for you. And, you know, of course, dark chocolate has the antioxidants in it as well. So that's really quite good. Now, something we discovered at Costco's is Skinny Pop. And if you've ever seen it in the bag, it's Skinny Pop popcorn. It's got reduced fat. If you have three and a half cups, which is a fairly decent-sized bowl, it's 150 calories. There's 90 calories from fat, but it's a better fat. It's not the trans fat at all, zero trans fat. There's a lower amount of saturated fat, and that's because they use sunflower oil to make it. And I'll tell you what, it's better than the popcorn that we can make from some of the uh, popcorn packages that we put into the microwave. So we enjoy it. It's a friendly snack. <laughs> if you don't do it too often, and, it, and we don't, <laughs> but it is tasty. I enjoy it once in a while. Now, something else that we got at Costco is, oh, I'd say about three months ago, I was there with my grandson, and they were handing out samples. Of course, they love to hand out samples. And they had dried figs. And my grandson got a little cup with like two dried figs in it. And he had one. And he said, Papa, these are so good. So I bought a bag. And he still likes to eat the figs from that bag as a snack. You can have a third of a cup of figs, which I took a third cup. And I was able to fit six dried figs in it. They're not very large. They're, what would I say, uh, about... A quarter, the, like yeah, a about, quarter in diameter. <laughs> about the size of a quarter, if yeah. you would spin a quarter and make it, you know, a 3D image. And that's 110 calories. So you could have, like, say, six figs, that's 110 calories, and one ounce of cheese, and that's 110 calories. So for 220 calories, that's a nice little snack. It is indeed. <laughs> and that cheese would be like, say... Mild cheddar or Colby, you know, a hard cheese that you cut off of a bar. Now, another thing that you can have in the evening that's really a good snack is nuts. You can have things like almonds and 14 to 16 almonds equals roughly 100 calories. Gosh, Kara, that's just nuts. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and we like nuts around here. <laughs> well, we're, we are nuts half the time. <laughs> Yeah, and you do have to be careful, too, if you're going to eat these things late at night, make sure that you can digest them. And you probably know whether or not you can digest them. But if you do try it earlier in the day and you don't have any trouble digesting it, you'll probably do fine with it, as long as you don't overdo it as a snack during the evening. Well, a handful of peanuts is only 75 calories, so that's not too bad either. No, it isn't. It's really a nice snack. And you can add this to something else, like a piece of fruit. For example, you can have something like a pear, which is 100 calories, or a small apple, that's 100 calories. Now we need to stop and thank our second sponsor, and we'll be right back with the rest of our late night snacking tips. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back, Bill. <laughs> ah, thanks, Gira. You know, a small melon all by itself 
is only 60 calories. Mm. So that's pretty tasty. Now, what we used to do is split a melon between the two of us. And I'd say those were probably more like medium melons. But there again, each of us was probably only getting 80 to 100 calories in that melon. And that, again, seemed like quite a nice snack, even maybe to the point where We'd put some back in the fridge for the next day. Wouldn't even eat the whole half. Absolutely. But that's a delicious snack. It really is, especially during the warmer months when you really want something refreshing. Mm -hmm. In the cooler months or towards winter, you can have a small bowl of tomato soup. That's only 80 calories. Yeah. If it's not made with creamer or any kind of milk product, tomato soup is a great refreshing meal. And you can have that even in the summertime. There are variations of tomato soups that you can make that are actually cold, and it's a very delicious snack and also very healthy for you. Now, you can have 25 cherries, and that only tops out at 100 calories. So that's a terrific snack. you got to wait till the summer, and they're all fresh from either Washington or Michigan, and they're delicious. And they are quite a nice snack, but not a lot of calorie punch. Another great thing to eat is any kind of vegetable slices. And as long as you're not eating them with the high-calorie dips and things that people tend to eat vegetable slices with, you're going to be great. Just stay away from the high-carb vegetables. You know, go with slices of things like cucumbers and broccoli, cauliflower. You can even pop some of the little cherry tomatoes in there. Sometimes the kids really love these things. You think that you're, you know, forcing them to eat these things, but... If you put them down in front of hungry kids, they really just disappear. These kids, <laughs> and they'll start popping those tomatoes in their mouths. And, and the little baby carrots that are all cut nice and mm-hmm, uh, shaved, mm-hmm. and you can get them by the pound package at the fruit market. They yep. love those as well. Our grandkids do. So when I prepare them and put them out, I, I notice that they sort of disappear. So the kids really do enjoy vegetable slices. And, of course, these are particularly good for anyone to eat because they're full of natural enzymes and vitamins and all the great things that are good for you. Now, the other day, I'd say perhaps a couple of days ago, Kira was in the kitchen and I didn't really know I was working on a computer. And the next thing I know, she comes out with a little plate and it didn't take very long. I think maybe 10 minutes to whip it up. And I think it was in the oven for maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. That was about it. But We call them banana oatmeal raisin chocolate drop bars. (laughs) That's a mouthful, but they were delicious. My Facebook friends will probably recognize this, but I posted this, I think, on my Facebook page. But it is a low-sugar, low-fat snack, and it's made with oatmeal, and primarily it's put together with mashed bananas. You use three bananas and really some, ripe ones now. <laughs> yep. Really ripe ones. Some oats and a little tad of applesauce. And also the recipe called for almond milk. I didn't have any, so I just put in place of that almond milk. It was about a quarter cup of yogurt that I used and I had some plain white yogurt in the refrigerator. So that's what I used. It calls for a teaspoon of vanilla and some cinnamon. I added some raisins and The recipe did not call for these things, but I added a few drops of chocolate to it. The little dark semi-sweet chocolate chips that I buy from Costco, I added a few of those. And also I added some sunflower seeds. So I whipped it up. And as Bill said, I stuck it in an oven at about 350 degrees for roughly 20 minutes or so and came out very nice. Very delicious. They were perhaps an inch thick across the bottom of a say a nine by nine square K 
cake pan, and you got an eggless, flourless, totally non-dairy treat. So people that have food allergies, you know, listen up. This is a great little snack. And you can omit the nuts. So if anybody's got nut or <laughs> nut tree allergies, you can omit those. And if you use organic oatmeal, that's another great thing. And then if you use it's a gluten-free. gluten-free oatmeal, now you've got a totally mm-hmm. gluten-free, totally vegan snack. So. And the only sugar that's added in there is in those chocolate chips that I added. So if you can tolerate a little bit of added sugar, fine. Otherwise, the only sugar that's in there is in the bananas. and Or the raisins, you know, right. if you have the raisins. Natural. It's all natural sugar, so... It's really a nice treat for yourself. You don't want to eat too much of this, though, because it would be fattening because it simply would have high calories. These are calorie-intense foods that you're mixing together. But the fact that there is no fat added to it and it's all healthy ingredients. So good snack. So there's a lot of wonderful tips for you to play with and try out. We'll have some links on our website and especially the recipe for this banana oatmeal raisin chocolate drop bar. (laughs) But we'll also be talking about some of the other things and maybe giving a few of the calorie contents. But again, healthy eating late at night, you'll automatically start dropping off pounds and you'll find that you won't sabotage your healthy routine program with that bowl of ice cream or a bowl of cereal and milk or some of the other things that really just throw your system into a harder working mode at night. So, Bill, I think that's our show for today. Before we leave, we do want the audience to know that we're not healthcare providers and nothing that we say here should be misconstrued as medical advice. It's really not meant to treat, diagnose, or prescribe anything. Everything that we share here in our program is based on our own opinions and our personal research and experimentation. So just take it for what it is. Bill and I want to thank you for being with us on the Healthy Tips Podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Healthy Tips Podcast. There you'll also find all of the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast, and the Happiness Experience Podcast. And of course, today's podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, We're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback. And also, let us know if you have an interest in a specific health topic. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time. And remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>